welcome to a new episode of Guys Who Law. I'm Jesse Weber. I'm Andrew Iceberg. And we have one topic today, don't we, Andrew? Just one topic that we felt we should dedicate a full show to. Let me let me give our, our listeners a little hint, and then they can guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, I hope they stop, know what it is. Stop. That's yeah. copyright infringement. Stop. Stop. <laughs> um, we're talking about the royal wedding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. But that would have been fun, though. It would have been a good topic. Yeah. This kind of taught a little bit about it. Yeah. We're talking about Brexit. Super important. And okay, let's just start off with the fact that Andrew and I are definitely not experts in this. We're also American too, so yeah. we don't know. All the aspects of like the British legal system. But that's why we did this, because it's a term that keeps being thrown around. And I think people in America <laughs> run away from it. They're like, ah, oh, Brexit conversation. I don't know what it means. Run away. And I think there's like there's a lot of Brexit news in the country, too. Like you see it. You see it discussed all the time. But I think I think a lot of people are like, what the fuck is Brexit? Nobody knows. I, I don't I hear a lot about it. Yeah. I, I feel like I should be against it or like I should be for it. But is, I don't really know. Is Britain leaving Europe? <laughs> Did they cut itself off? Are they now an island somewhere? All right. So, here, you know, the thing is, is basically it's constantly in the news. Nobody knows what it's about. And we figured why not just dedicate an episode talking a little bit about it and the big subjects so that you know a little bit more about it. And maybe more importantly, how it affects everyone in America. Yeah, and 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 why it's relevant right now. This has been going on a, wh- a while, so you know. Is yeah. There, we'll get into this, but there's been a vote lately on how are they, how they're going to implement Brexit. For right now, just realize, just, just realize, just know that that March 29th, which is, I mean, as of this broadcast, only a few weeks away. That is the vote to determine whether. I mean, that is the, t- the deadline to see if Brexit will uh, will happen. Correct. Yeah, basically. But let's start off with the most basic question. What is it? Yeah, what is Brexit? What does it stand for? I mean, first, br- British exit or Brit- br- Britain exit. Britain, Britain exit. exit. So exit of what? The EU. Exit of the EU, which is the European Union. So yeah. I, to, I think we first have to answer two questions in order to make this clear. One, wh- what is Great Britain? Like people <laughs> say Great Britain, but like it, 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 it encompasses more than just England. That's right. So Britain or the UK, yeah. two terms United you can Kingdom, switch around, yeah. the United Kingdom, consists of England Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. Did you know that before I mentioned this? I knew some of those. I didn't know all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And now, what's the EU? And the EU, EU is the European Union. So uh, a while back, the European countries, Spain, France, Italy, England, decided that it would be to their benefit economically, from an immigration standpoint, from a tra- trade standpoint, to join together and basically have a united uh, system where there is uh, travel allowed between countries without any sort of border patrol, um, certain you know currency systems in line with each other, um, and many other commonalities that make it very easy for those countries to work together. Yeah, trade, goods coming back and forth. And really, the way that I read it is it was developed after World War II because they th- thought, we don't want another world war. So what's the best thing? If all the countries in Europe start working together mm-hmm. and they don't fight over everything maybe it'll prevent a future conflict yeah so there's a lot of trade agreements in place a lot of a lot of regulate a common regulation across the European Union of any, of any countries that are members that are part of it but the thing is you have all these different countries in Europe and let's face it all right as, as different as the United States as each state is from another state 
every country a part of the EU is very different from one another. And now they're all joined together in this partnership or this coalition. Not everybody's happy. So basically, like, why a Brexit occurred was, what was it, two years ago? In 2016. In 2016, the... Uh, there was a, there was a referendum that was put up to a vote of whether Britain should exit the not be a part of the European Union Union anymore. The Prime Minister at the time was David Cameron. He he thought that they should remain with the European Union, but he was getting you know a lot of different flack from multiple ways and was like, let me just put it to a referendum. Like nobody's gonna actually vote for this. We'll see what happens. Like I'm doing my part. All right, everybody's bothering me. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll take that dare. Let's do a national ref- referendum because. Wasn't the UK wanting to get out of the EU since the 70s? Well, there was there was people, there was residents of the UK who wanted to get out since the since then, but there's also people who wanted to remain with them too. So the 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 portion of the population that wanted to get out of the European Union was very vocal lately. I think even around the world, there's been a more nationalistic feeling, and as you as you can see in the United States, in terms of. Uh, focusing on on in your on your own country instead of uh, you know global outlook. So that feeling came to be in, in in Great Britain, and Prime Minister Cameron put it out for a vote. And guess what happened? They voted in favor <laughs> of leaving the EU. It was yeah, fifty two percent to forty eight percent. Around thirty million people voted. Now I love this breakdown. England and Wales voted to leave. Northern Ireland and Scotland said to stay. That's weird. Yeah, that they there was that split between the two, between the four. Huh. Well, yeah, between two and two. I mean, I guess there's a difference in. Maybe, I don't know. Now this vote happens. Uh oh. <laughs> now what? Yeah. Now now this is actually going through. Britain Britain's no longer going to be part of the European Union. But listen, like those things can happen instantly. Like it, it, it takes time. There's so many agreements in place. The next day. They're not going to break away. They have to put a plan in place and make sure that they have, you know, uh, an economic strategy, an immigration strategy that's going to work in this new system, which which the system's been in place for almost 50 years now, 60 years, right? Now they're leaving. And imagine so all the agreements they had together, yeah. all of the partnerships, all the way goods were coming in, all the way the, the coordinated finances, it's all up. For who knows what's going to happen. So there are some terms out there. There's things like what happens if there's no – there's a thing like a divorce bill, right? Isn't that the way to explain it? Yes. Well, so that's what's happening now. Basically, the current government had to put a plan in place in order for Brexit to become effective or else there will be a lot of chaos if they just leave – immediately without a plan because there's a thing called soft brexit and hard brexit hard brexit mean they just leave the eu totally cut off not going to have anything to do with them or if they wane off like you know like you're waning off of training wheels on a, on a tricycle right yeah because and then there's this idea of like soft brexit which means you're still sort of controlled by the eu you might be part of a you're still certain... tra- you have still certain trade agreements in place that sort of things yeah but the people who wanted brexit to leave are like i don't want this softy this soft brexit i want that hard brexit yeah i just want to get away from here immediately right but so that's what this divorce bill is i love the name of it too well it's, like, kind of, it's a divorce they're yeah, separating it's a breakup the uk the uk and eu are separating so theresa may who's the current prime prime minister of great britain she has been wait, wait, before we even go, what happened to Cameron? Oh, yeah, I love this part. This is honestly my favorite part of the, this whole entire story. So after the, after, the referen- after the referendum came out and the people voted for Brexit, 
David, David Cameron, who is the prime minister of this country, resigned from office. Did, he didn't have to? He didn't have to resign. He decided to resign. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like Trump, like, if, if it ever, if he, if he lost on the wall and building a wall, he'd just be like, okay, I'm not going to be president anymore. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I am not the leader for you. I am stepping down. I thought I read something that um, generally under the law in that territory if a prime minister loses a major vote, they're expected to resign. That's crazy. It, I mean, it's an interesting way of doing it because his reasoning was that the that the country's voice was was main is now known. That I mean, the country's uh, decision is now known, and how the people feel. There should be someone in office who also agrees with that and is willing to put together a plan to execute on it. Yeah. So he because he, he he lost his own bet, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know the details of it that well, but I'm assuming he didn't think this was going to pass. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know how. How do you feel about that? Like what? If, if, like if our president did that, how would you feel? If he lost the vote and then was like, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm resigning. That's ridiculous. That's yeah, ridiculous. I think, I think it's ridiculous, too. You're not – you win some, you lose some. Yeah. You lo- Britain will leave the EU. <laughs> won't leave the it's EU. A, it's a big, it's a big it's thing. A, but it, this, I wouldn't want to go to a casino with this guy. No. I mean, he gambled the wrong way. Yeah. So he left. Theresa May came in. And for, and first of all, Theresa May also did not want Brexit to happen. But now she's stuck with it. But when, and now, but now, now she's for it. But before, when they when they originally had the vote, she did not vote for Brexit. But because it's what the people want, she says that she's going to find the best way to implement it now. I thought there was a report that the voters who voted in favor of Brexit were like, oh, wait, uh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and wasn't it like a discrepancy between like an older generation and a less educated generation versus a younger, more educated generation? So like the younger educated people wanted to remain in the EU because they saw the benefits of it. Yeah. While this older generation, maybe who didn't have as a higher education, they're like, we've had enough. We want to get out. We want we want the UK to be its own separate thing out of the EU. So, so let's go through some of the, you know, some of those breakdowns. When this vote happened, voters who were the age 18 to 24, 70 to 75 percent of them voted to remain as part of the European Union. However, people who are ages 65 plus, 64 percent of those 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 voters voted to leave the European Union. So that, there's a there's a there's a big age 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 difference there. Well, if you're a young person, you get a really good education, you would benefit more from globalism. You would benefit more and have more opportunities from being a part of the EU. Um, from an economic standpoint, getting jobs, there's more opportunity. So At least that's like, what they think. Yeah. And the older generation probably saw years of things they didn't like of being part of the EU, yeah. and now they're like, oh. Now what? There was also an educational divide too, in terms of voters with college degrees. Sixty sixty eight percent of them voted to remain in the Euro- European Union, and voters who had a high school education or lower, seventy percent of them voted to leave. So, I mean, is this is this the same thing as a state seceding from the union? As, like, is this the same thing as if California said we're leaving the United States? Peace. I don't. I don't. No, I don't think right? So. I don't think so. It would be like, but it would. That would be like, because what I'm basically saying then would be like, I mean, maybe UK leaving Europe. 
but even I mean, it is sort of. We like ha- we've that. had states seceded from the union before too. That's the, the Civil War was about. Yeah, but yes, that didn't end so well. But <laughs> this, I mean, again, if the, and this is a crazy and time. Scotland, to remember in. this. Uh, this is outside of Brexit, but Scotland, I think, is also no longer a part of. What was it? No, no, no. Yeah, so yeah, here's yeah. a here's the what way I read that? it. Yeah. That if the if Brexit goes through yeah. and it's a hard exit, yeah. a hard Brexit. Scotland may leave the United Kingdom. Yeah, that's because I remember there was a vote on that too. Now, okay. as we said before, Northern Ireland's a part of the UK. Yeah. Ireland is a part of the EU. Yeah. If this also turns out bad, and we're going to talk about if it turns out bad and there's a hard Brexit and it's just absolute chaos, there's a chance that Northern Ireland may also leave the United Kingdom and go to the EU. Yeah, so there's a lot of shit that can happen from once Brexit comes into place it makes risks the game of world domination very complicated then yeah so a couple of things one is the economic side that there are multiple trade agreements in place within the european union that once once they succeed from the european union then those agreements are no longer in place anymore there could be tariffs there can be you know the price of goods could go up um a lot of employees work in other countries now that are in the European Union and, and commute or, or whatever. Um, so there could be losses of jobs, higher prices, et cetera. And there's a lot of uh, um, people who don't know what to expect there. Well, that's why they want some agreement in place so they have this transition period to figure out what to do. Yeah. But if there's no agreement in place, then everybody's scrambling. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, March 29th hits again. And by the way, just to let everybody know, March 29th, 2019 that's amba's birthday so that's a big day (laughs) and that was when the uk is due to leave the eu if on that day there's no agreement they're scrambling to figure out what to do i mean (laughs) do you know there's a fear that they're stockpiling all this food because without trade agreement how is i mean correct me if i'm wrong how's food gonna get into the united kingdom can can they if they if they can get to a a vote, a decision by March 29th, couldn't they extend it? I think what they say happens is the goodwill of other countries will be like, all right, we know what just happened. We're still, let's just honor our current agreement. That's like after you broke up with someone being like, okay, yeah, let's stay together for like a little bit right. until we can like figure this let's out. Let's figure it out. And I'll see you late at night. <laughs> I'll call you. Well, we'll like wane off. But I'm going to start seeing other people. Yeah. I want you to be aware of that. <laughs> okay. You're the one who wanted to leave. Yeah. You're the one who wanted to leave. I was happy. That's exactly I was like happy that. having you here in this apartment and you wanted to leave. Yeah. What was it? Huh? What did I not provide for you? It sounds like someone's had this exact experience. Um, what could Sheila do for you that I couldn't? <laughs> Sorry, wrong, wrong podcast. Anyway, so but the other big issue was immigration, and th- and this is the I- this I thought is, this was interesting. Well, this is the issue that's making it very difficult for this divorce bill to pass. So right now, you people can travel f- if you're in the Europe- European Union, you can travel freely between any country that's in it. You're in a car, like. You want to start in Italy and then vacation a little more in France. Mm-hmm. You drive straight through. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about like a checkpoint. And then there's also like these cheap airlines that yeah. fly throughout Europe that, hey, you want to go from the UK to this country, this country. It's really easy. Yeah. But if the UK leaves the European Union yeah. and there's no deal in place, it's going to make that really – I don't even know what's going to happen. And think about this too. There's a lot of people – who are residents of the European Union who are originally from like Italy or France and and, and that's where their residency really is, 
but they work in Britain. Like that that's where they live. Yeah. Now if there's no European if they're not part of the European Union, they're gonna have some immigration issues. Like how are they gonna get from one place to the other? Well no no, they work in Great Britain, but so, their but their status has changed. Like do they are they gonna get kicked out of the country? I don't know. Like now, Nobody now knows. we're in a nationalistic system where you're not you're no longer allowed just to like work here just because you're part of the European Union. So in this bill, it says that the 3.2 million European Union citizens that are currently in the UK, as well as citizens of Iceland, Liechtenstein, Norway, and Switzerland, that they'll be able to carry on living and working in the UK as they have done with their rights right now under under the European Union law. Uh, but her proposal was was May's proposal. Too, May's, so. May's proposal was was shot down. Like the proposal did not yeah. go through, and this was part of the reason they did not like this. A lot of people. So to let everybody know what's going on right now, you're talking about this bill, this divorce this bill. This divorce right? bill yeah. again, an agreement to figure out what to do when March 29th happens. So she made it like kind of a compromise that uh, people who are part of the European Union who are currently there can stay in the country. There was also part of the bill was babies born in the country after a certain date who are who are. European Union uh, residents uh, from their parents like could stay as well, but a lot of people did not like that. So she tried to get it passed in Parliament. They voted against it. Yes, huge disaster for her. She almost got kicked out, by the way. Yeah, but they voted to keep her in. She is now, as we speak of this podcast, she is scrambling to meet with EU lawmakers to try to come up with a new deal that works well enough for her government, for parliament. And the biggest issue that we've seen, the reason that I've seen so far, the biggest issue that uh, the British parliament doesn't want to pass this divorce bill is something called, is, is there's a, okay, let's do a little geography lesson, right? There's a barrier, there's a border between Northern Ireland and Ireland. Again, Northern Ireland is a part of the United Kingdom. Ireland is a part of the EU, right? Yes. If Brexit goes through, the idea would be the border between the UK and EU would be on that border between Northern Ireland and Ireland. And the problem with that is, if anybody knows history, you really don't want a border there because there was such a strong conflict. It was called, and I want to make sure I say this right, it was called the Troubles, And it was right there. It was a 30-year conflict between Catholic Irish nationals and pro-British Protestants. So the last thing anybody wants is checkpoints and these kinds of, like, strange customs and all the things that you would have from a border. Think, like, East Germany and West Germany in World War II. You don't want that. You don't want to create conflict there. And so everybody is nervous about this this border and what it's going to be. But there's this thing called a backdrop, right? Mm -hmm. What is that? So that's that, a, a backstop, backstop. Backstop. So basically, in terms of what the backstop is, the, one of the major issues between the, between uh, what's going to happen with Northern Ireland, Ireland and Ireland is whether there would be free trade between between the two. So that there's been a lot of disagreement there. But whether people can just like travel between the two places, that that seems to be agreed on. Uh, and that was part of the, like, the agreement in the backstop. Well, the thing is, is the people who want a hard Brexit, who voted for Brexit, they don't like the idea of Northern Ireland kind of becoming this hybrid model where it follows some rules of the EU, some rules of the UK. Yeah. I don't know how she's going to effectively get an agreement to satisfy everybody in Parliament with what? As of this date, 49 days left until the exit? I mean, how does she think she's going to get an agreement that everyone's going to sign off on? I don't know. It's like the, it's like the shutdown in the United States. 
I mean, they they they, they needed to get a, an agreement done like two months ago. Then they extended it. I don't know. I feel like some sort of extension is going to come out. But you know what? I I think this Northern Ireland situation situations pretty much exactly like what? Maybe not exactly, but the wall. So yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's in this situation, the United States is the UK, and Mexico is Ireland. It, there, there, this nationalistic feeling is not just in the United States. It's happening, happening other places around the world. What you're talking about is one of the reasons they voted for Brexit. Yeah. Immigration was a huge reason. And I want to make sure I get this right. I think the, the, the stat is 33% of those who voted to leave the EU, they wanted to do that to gain control over their own borders. Uh, they said there's an immigration crisis. And um, that seems to be one of the biggest reasons because if the idea is if they can now be their own sovereign entity where they don't have to allow they can determine who can come in and who can't yeah that's one of the biggest reasons and um we kind of see a sentiment here in the united states it's it's that as you said that rise of nationalism um what do you think about that i mean i see both sides both sides of it um and you know i'm not a resident of the european union or the uk so i don't know exactly how They've been affected by globalism. Well, they also are like, we don't have a say over anything as a part of being in the EU because these decisions are made in another country. Wherever the EU, I think, is located. I don't remember if it was Brussels or wherever it was located. They're like, we shouldn't we decide how our what's going to happen within our borders and who we let in? I mean, that seems to be one of the biggest reasons. Now, again, uh, it's very similar to here in the United States. So. More importantly, how do you think this affects us? <laughs> okay. Well, first I wanted to say one thing before we talk about how it affects us. Yeah. You know there's some options here. Like People are like, is Brexit 100% going to happen? Yeah. Not necessarily. If there's a change in UK law, the UK can unilaterally end Brexit and then that's it. Uh, that's a really big if. I'm not sure that's really going to happen. Uh, there's a chance that they could have another referendum. Again, that would be a lot of work to make that happen. They could also just delay it which that might be a change that might happen as well. Now, here's the thing. You said, how does this affect the United States? Yeah. First thing, the first time I heard this, back in 2016, I was in an acting class, and my acting class was filled with a lot of people from Europe. People started crying. And I was like, I don't understand this. And I remember this this girl from like Switzerland came in. I don't know why she cared, but she, she came in and she goes, and she's also an actress, by the way, so she goes, have you ever just had one of those days when you said, why? <laughs> and I didn't really understand this. And then I heard this thing called Brexit. And I was like, oh. Um, but this will affect the U.S. a lot. First of all, the pound went down a lot. So if you go, to the U- if you go from the U.S. to the U.K. right now, you can, get a, lo- for us. You can yeah. get a lot for your buck. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Problem is, there's a chance that tariffs will go up a lot oh. f- from uh, U.S., U.K. Uh, uh, imports. Airfare will probably skyrocket. And also, if you're traveling to the U.K., think about this. The lines will be even worse getting through security because as the moment, if you are part of the EU, you just go through one line. If you're everybody else, you go through another line. Now it'll just be everybody, if you're part of the U.K., you go through one line. What if you have TSA pre <laughs> <laughs> I saw this thing I was at the airport recently like, called Cloud or something. It's like <laughs> TSA pre-check twice, like double. Yeah. I, I think you could probably carry weapons on the plane. It's so quick. <laughs> so you might be okay with that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's a huge factor. Can they, can they make this go into effect? 
after the Yankees Red Sox game, which is taking place in in, in London. Is it first MLB ga- game in history? When's this happening? And during the summer. It's gonna be a disaster. <laughs> so maybe push this back after that. You wanna you wanna make a push for that? Yeah, I will. But uh, didn't like the de- like the stock market plunge when yeah. the Brexit happened? Yeah, all kinds of stock markets plunged. So the euro fell two. Two percent after Brexit was announced, the Dow fell six hundred ten points right after the Brexit vote, Um, and as a result, there's other things besides the stock market too. Gold prices. I didn't know gold would be affected by this. You never watched the William Devane commercials on Fox News. (laughs) Have you invested in gold? I'm William Devane. And I would buy anything from him based on what he said. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. But gold prices rose six percent from. Twelve fifty five to thirteen thirty. It's good for your gold vault, <laughs> isn't it, Andrew? Yeah, uh, but yeah, a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Uh, U.S. companies invest more than five hundred eighty eight billion in British companies, so this also has a big effect on them. And then also, the 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 U.K. was USA the USA's like conduit into Europe, English speaking country, mm-hmm. great relations. It was their way into the EU. Mm-hmm. It's how they made a lot of deals happen. I mean, Ireland's still, I guess. Yeah, but, like, Ireland's great, <laughs> but it doesn't have the resources and the infrastructure, you could argue, uh, from a business perspective. Like, London is huge. Yeah. That, um, and so the question is, if the U.K. becomes its own separate thing, perhaps the ties or the, the, the link between the U.S. and Europe or the EU is going to be weakened in a way. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just ha- don't know how it's going to be traveling there. It's going to be a disaster. Besides traveling there, like. And how do you get from one place to another? If you're now a U.S. You're, citizen. You're, well, first of all, like Great Britain, like Great Britain proper is an island. Am I wrong about that? It's an island. Okay. So, I think I said before, like, it's. Not, <laughs> Great Britain is an island. You have to fly out of there anyway if you want to go to a different country. Um, but yeah, I guess you won't be able to, like, travel as freely between. Northern Ireland and Ireland. Yeah. Um, but if you if you are a British resident, I know you don't know all the intricacies of the, of British law and European politics. But like, how do you think you would lean here? Uh, you, I would start panicking. Yeah. I would start panicking. I would start. So I read this thing from Jane Merrick from CNN. This is her exact quote. When do UK firms and families start seriously stockpiling food and medicines to prepare for the inevitable inevitable panic that will hit in that final week of March if that country is headed for a no deal? I'd start panicking. I really would. I would start stockpiling on food. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be really nervous. Are you a survivalist? Like, do you have, do you like keep knives and 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 food? I know people who do that. I can be. Yeah, no, I, I was I, like a way out. <laughs> when that zombie apocalypse happens, I had a friend. Like flares. Had, yeah. yeah, I had a I had a friend who had a, a gun vault. Yeah. And I asked him once, I was like, "Why do you have this?" Looks me straight in the eye and he goes, "Oh, zombie apocalypse." Uh-huh. Like that? No, like, oh, oh, how dare you ask me? Like, of course, that's a stupid question. Zombie apocalypse. He really believed the Walking Dead will happen. I always think about if there was some sort of apocalyptic situation like that, would I be, a, you know, a value player in in the new? In, in, in the new in, society, in the new society, like I think you would be a, a lawyer. I don't know. There's no, there's no government anymore. I would probably just resort to cannibalism. <laughs> and everybody, like, we have a ton of food. I don't care. I'm eating people. Yeah, like I can't hunt. Um, you don't know. You could, if you try, you can maybe. Hunt. But there's people who can do it better. I mean, this isn't going to turn into World War Z. I just yeah. want to be prepared. You know? Yeah, <laughs> they're just leaving the EU. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's going to be a real problem. But I don't think it's going to be like. Yeah. 
you saw that movie, Kevin, with uh, Kevin Costner, The Postman or something? Like what it's no, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, whatever. Waterworld, though. Waterworld, uh, that's what it is. Oh, that, Waterworld. Waterworld, yeah. yeah. Well, it's and, a great movie. Yeah, I don't think it's going to turn into that. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't want to be there. I would not want to be there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'd like to speak to some people who are who are who live there, and maybe we'll have them on the another episode. Like, we probably should have had them on this pe- episode. People from different sides of it. Yeah, we don't know anybody. <laughs> so call in next time. Five five five. All five, of our five. British listen- listeners. Uh, it, I, I mean, I'd be worried, but I guess what really depends is if they can come to some sort of agreement to determine how this exit will happen yeah. by March 29th, or there'll be a delay, or there'll be a cancellation of the vote. Probably those two things aren't going to happen. My guess, there's probably going to be a deal that's reached. I, I think so too. I think this is I think this is going to happen, and and there'll be a deal. It might not be March what 29th. Sorry, sorry, Amba. Sorry, Amba. What is it? March 29th. March 29th. I don't think I don't think I don't think it's going to be March 29th, but I think there'll be a deal. You do. Yeah, that's my prediction. Not March 29th. No deal. You heard, okay. it, you heard it here first. Maybe we'll update all of our listeners about it. Yeah. So let's let's rate this one. Okay. I, I want to rate it two ratings. Yes. If one, if you're in the U.S. And one if you're either in Europe or the UK. Okay. So if you're in the US, seven and a half. Huge ally. A lot of people travel back and forth there. We are dependent on them. They're dependent on us from an economic standpoint, a political standpoint. So it, it can affect it. We all should be listening and paying attention when we hear Brexit and not running away from it. I'm going to go 8.3 for US. And. That's because I think as other countries get more nationalistic, it has a huge effect on us. Um, it can change our, how our trade agreements operate, immigration, everything. So I think when people see this happening in other countries, it might cause our own country to become more national nationalistic, which it already has. The United States is a much more nationalistic place under Trump than it was during Obama. I just don't think anything like this would ever happen. I don't well, think we're not part of like the larger. Uh, but a state yeah. seceding from the United States. No, but putting up putting up borders like walls. Yeah. Getting out of trade. They're like getting out of NAFTA. The trade. Yeah, agreements. that's a good point. That's these are all point. these are all nationalistic, you know, policies. Yeah. Um. So it's not Brexit, but there it's the same. It's the same reasons. That's a good point. Yeah. Now, uh, if you're in the UK or the EU, this is like a ten. This is really huge for you. Everyone's yeah. paying attention to it. Yeah. It's going to affect their – If you're first of all, if you're in the UK, it's a definitely a 10. If you're in the EU, probably a 9 or an 8.5. Well, if I'm in, like, Italy or France, like – You're like, I don't care. I'd be like, I don't really want a vacation. No, I don't, anyway. I don't like, to go there. We have our vineyards and our – But unless people from the UK are so worried about what's happening, they decide to leave and they emigrate out. Yeah. There you go. Well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's important. It's important. Yeah. I read it high. I, I just want to make sure the next James 9. Bond 2. movie comes out. Yeah. I, I don't want this to affect the next double. Oh, you know who's movie. the new James Bond? They announced it? Yeah, I, th- I think so. The guy from Game of Thrones? No, don't hold me to this. Our I'm looking up but right Idris now. Idris Elba, I think, is the new no, James Bond. Th- it's not happening. I'm pretty sure it's him. It's not happening. I'm looking right now. They're not doing that. No, he's just part of – he's still the same thing for the last five years. He's part of a, a poll of actors. He's in the grouping, but they haven't officially announced uh, it. Not happening. That happens, though. You're welcome. He's You're he's so amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. Have you ever seen him in um, Molly's Game? He was so good. Yeah, I, I, Molly's Game was great. That so movie. good. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. He's All great. right. All right. So, uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I hope so. I hope everyone learned a little something. It's nice to get out of the American politics and legal system every now and then. 
Yeah. And and if we didn't do a good job and people vote that they don't like this, we will resign like David Cameron. <laughs> we resign. We are leaving podcasts. <laughs> we are leaving iTunes forever. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Mm-hmm.